Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. Reminding y'all that more bad shit keeps happening in Phil- no, the whole country. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we got Dante Wright. Yeah. Who happens to have been shot by a police officer during a traffic stop. So, these are some things that happened today. And while they, and I say today because you're probably listening to this on Saturday... This is Monday, and we don't want to just jump right in and really analyze these events until more of the information comes out. Right. It's interesting. Uh, I ran into a buddy of mine um, on my way here. Uh, happened to see him, big, tall, six foot six dude, but he's black and German. Spent most of his life in Germany. He's a mm-hmm. German. He's a German guy. And uh, we were just talking about, you know, he asked me what the podcast was about. So we talk about a lot of things that are going on in the country right now. And we both kind of, you know, alluded to the fact that most of the focus, I've, I've mentioned it before, most of the focus should be on how can we push humanity forward, you know what I'm saying? And I think the we'll talk about it in, in more de- when we get more details about the Dante Wright situation, but there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions. There's a lot of stuff that's going on without knowing. We have to remember that what we see once on television is just, one micro percentage of what's going on in a larger scale. And I think for me personally, I think the mainstream news puts a lot of nonsense out there to keep us confused or whatever. Whereas you have independent news stations. Like I like the young Turks, for example, uh, TYT sports on, on YouTube. Anyway, uh, they kind of talk about things the same way we do. And they're, they're an independent, you know, news source and they provide a very non-biased, you know, source of news. So with that being said, for me to try to, you know, stop being frustrated when I see these things. I do have to remember that just because another cop, another white cop shot another young black kid, let's not jump to conclusions, you know what I'm saying, when, when we hear about these stories. Yeah, um, and it's, it's also important to know that there's a lot of different uh, biases that are going to be in a lot of articles absolutely. about the situation. And you have to keep in mind that there's always going to be multiple perspectives. There's going to be perspectives of people on scene. Mm -hmm. There's going to be perspectives of uh, different body cameras that may come out in in the next week or so. It's going to be, might be security cameras that show something. Yeah. And you have to keep that in mind when you go to, you know, your news sources, because they might uh, show only certain parts of footage or highlight certain pieces of information. If like it just, bleeds, it leads. Yeah, because they want to sensationalize. Oh, a, a white cop shot a black person. Right, that, get the that's, views that's nowhere near the whole story. And, and it doesn't mean you know to keep put our guards down and say, oh, you know what? No, shit is happening. <laughs> Stuff is going down. Be, you keep getting up. This happened in in Minnesota, right? Where right now on trial is Derek Chauvin, exactly. who's the man that murdered George Floyd on camera, right. and and his uh his uh attorney is saying that. Him saying I can't breathe is a form of resisting arrest, by the way. Yeah, that's a that's a real thing that actually happened. That's a real news headline. That's a real thing that happened in the courtroom. And as we all know, that's ludicrous and And that's actually scary if you think about it because com- communicating is resisting arrest. Do, you, do we really want to go down that road as a as a quote unquote free nation? Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. See, that's that's where I focus more like when I heard about Dante Wright, I'm like, okay. My first thought was like, okay, given all these different situations that happened over since forever <laughs> in this country, 
where's the mentality of police officers when they go and do a traffic stop? Like, come on. This is not like, oh, a burglary is in process or a murder has just happened. The, the, the car is a black SUV. You go head it down, head it east. No, this is a traffic stop. Somebody stop sign, stop light or something. Well, I don't know because it seems like when they get in these situations, they seem to act with uh, far less caution and care than they do when they right. actually arrest all these mass murderers that they exactly. know have just shot up the place and then somehow... They're protecting them, putting bulletproof vests on them. Right, and that's why I can understand the anger. When you see a headline on another black kid get shot by a cop, I understand the anger. But for me, my stress levels personally, because it happens so much, is like to keep my headache from happening. It's like let me let me under, understand what's going on. It, it sucks, but let me understand what's going on. We we have to see the big picture in order to really analyze it. Like it wouldn't be fair uh, in any case to talk about right. this in depth without actually seeing more evidence. As Dan said, we got to look. We got to see what comes out. Now, they did release some body cam footage today, but again, this is Monday, and by the time you hear this, there may be a lot more information out at that time. Right. So we'd like to give it at least the week before we dive all the way in, but it yep. is a shame to hear that another unarmed black man was murdered by the police. Right. Um, it it Rest just... It's just him and condolences to his family, of course. Absolutely. And and to the family of everybody who, who's <laughs> ended up in this exact same situation. Um, because... You know, even it's just it's just they just don't get justice even when there is you know quote unquote justice right exactly and, it, and a lot it, of bad it, things happening in Philadelphia we got yeah. sirens making an appearance again right and uh, Ho- hopefully they'll find out about my warrants not to mention uh yeah thank you come on now not to I'm mention issue a warrant for that our, joke right our our murder rate is like surpassed where we were last year at this point which sucks and it's whack as hell um and something needs to be done about that because. There's so many issues, but we keep hearing about the things that seem to, you know, make news and, and make and the news seem, you know what I mean? Like, somebody's rubbing their hands together, like, ah, another situation, and hopefully everybody comes to my station to watch this, you know what I mean? And that's kind of yep. whack because people are dying and people don't care. Like, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the movie Nightcrawler. That's a good example. It's, of it's a really good example. Yeah. It's a really good um, example. Um, and, and, and real quick, if you don't, you know, if you are, 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 you know, forgetful of the names of or the situations that have happened and some of the names that have been involved over the years. Just go to 52nd, the corner of 52nd and Baltimore Avenue. There's an, a mural and it has about 25, 30, maybe 40 names on there, you know, including the Sandra Blands and everything, you know what I'm saying, Walter Wallace and stuff like that. So, yeah, respect, the, the respect numerous, to the mural arts, you know what I mean, for, for doing that because it is numerous a reminder. People. Numerous people, too many, you know what I'm saying? So, and speaking of people that were stopped by police and Almost brutalized uh, to the point of, you know, homicide. Yeah. So we have a lieutenant for, I believe, the United States Army. Yep. Karan Nazario. All right. And uh, he was just kind of driving along one night. And he gets pulled over. For an apparent traffic stop, traffic violation, right? Yeah, whatever whatever Whatever, the reason is. The the go-to was basically immediately to pull guns and... Start shouting conflicting commands. And the traffic stop was illegal, by the way. Yeah, and, and stop me if you've heard this one before. Put your hands out the window and get out of the car. Which one do you want me to do? Like, like are you are you pulling over, like, Goro during a traffic stop? Like, right, right. If facts. anyone doesn't know, I, and I, I got that reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally caught one. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. It's, it's a little late. Just like, just like Dan making a good joke. 38 episodes in. <laughs> Here we go, man. It's always, but, um, it's always the whites. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, it, yeah. Especially with these traffic stops, because um, 
Well, the officer was white, and the uh, his sidekick was white too, um, and young too, and, and and we talk about that how like it's this culture is just passed down to the younger generation. You pair the young guy with the older veteran, facts. the older white guy. And this is how you, he's you been keep doing the things. Systemic oppression going like that. Yep, that's how that's how you keep it going, and and they do it with the black cops too. It don't matter what race the cops are. Mm-hmm. It, there was an Asian man telling people to get back while a white man was kneeling on a black oh, man's man. neck and killed him. You feel me? Oh man! And and what kills me about this, you know illegal traffic stop and all this harassment and assault is it's not like this guy wasn't a retired army vet where he's in civilian clothes and you're not going to know that active duty he's active duty in his army fatigues <laughs> like what yo and to make matters worse because all the things that the whites seem to love there was a dog in the back of the vehicle they sprayed so much pepper spray into the vehicle the dog started choking and if, significantly. Yeah, and if you want to know why they sprayed the pepper spray, this is really what happened. They shouted conflicting commands while this man held his hands out of the window. And calmly asked, why am why? I being stopped? Can you tell me what this is about? Right. In his military uniform. Facts. You could see it. You could see his fatigues come out the window when his hands are out. Dude. And, and it's crazy because the officer that was doing all the yelling and shouting he says, oh, you're being arrested, uh, 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 you're being detained because you didn't, uh, you did a, 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 tra- a, a, offense, a traffic offense. So and it's like, well, what are you, a corporal, a corporal or ma- a major or something? It's like, dude, like, you don't even know what you pulled him yeah, over for. for first of all, and, and it's he, a lieutenant. Salty as shit, dickhead. Yeah. He lost off, his job, by the way. Yeah. And second off, how are you going to tell somebody they're being arrested and then that they're being detained? It's either or. Right. Which sounded like he sounded very nervous on the call. And it's like, are you nervous because you pulled over a black man? Or are you nervous because you pulled over somebody that's active duty? Right. Salty as shit. That's the, I, I really think that's what happened is he started with the screaming commands and shit. And then he realized what he got himself into. But he has to double down yeah. because he has to, you know, make it seem it like I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, and, I, this is what I'm supposed he, to do. But he's he, on body cam. And, and he, didn't, he didn't care that he was in the army. He cared that he was black. And yeah. there is a very long history of black soldiers being mistreated, mm-hmm. disrespected, assaulted, yep, harassed, and this goes back to World War One. Goes back to Civil War, but I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so oh, you so, mean like when the Southerners you put go. the slaves on the front line? There you yes. go. Yeah, I, go take yeah, the bullets for us. Yeah, yeah. we bought you. I didn't count the Civil War for that reason. <laughs> oh, and the North is like, oh, thank you. At least in World War One, <laughs> black people could choose to enlist. Yeah, I mean, barely. Facts, the, barely. That was the draft. Who do yeah. you think they were drafting? Dig it. Knitters. It, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they weren't making a military issue sweater either. I, I'm, I, just to explain why he said that, it's K-N-I-T-T-E-R-S is the word he said. There is an episode of Arthur. I don't know what the episode is, but he's having a bad dream, and all of his classmates are, for some reason, pointing at him and calling him a knitter. Yeah. That's, that's K-N-I-T-T-E-R. Okay, just to clarify, because I'm getting the side eye from Dan who brought this shit up. <laughs> and, and you know what? As an aside, so uh, Lieutenant Karan, uh, I'm not trying to go to uh, Papa John's party. Right. By the way, I ain't invited to that one. <laughs> um, we deal with these cops pulling people over. Um, the world sees this, and a lot of people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and case in point, well, shit. Look, the George Floyd protests. They had them in like France and England. Like other countries were doing that. When oh, we that's, were. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but within this country, uh, you, you remember Major League Baseball player Johnny Damon? 
Mm-hmm. By the name. Yeah, he was he was a Yankee, so fuck yeah, him. Yeah, but. so fuck him and fuck him twice because he got pulled over recently, and as he's drunk as hell, he was close to his home, but drunk as hell, out of the car, they're doing a little test. His wife or girlfriend or whatever is like, oh, I'm not can't believe it. She gets out of the car and drunk and stupid and walks walks away. The officer's yelling just like this. I guess they're quote unquote supposed to do, yelling at him to stand third, and Damon says, "Hey, I'm a Trump supporter, man." Like. So, in other words, he knows that the cops tend to be more on that side of things. Or at least he thinks that way. And I think he thinks that way because when you're drunk, it's what truth serum, right? I think he thinks mm-hmm. that way because of how things are being presented out here with the cops that are out here doing. What do they say? Drunk words or sober thoughts? There you go. But here's the thing, though. Now, I'm not going to say he should have been pepper sprayed or maybe they did take him down to the ground and stand third and, and arrested him, but all charges were dropped. Yeah, they should have. Dr- Dropped him on the floor as soon as he said, I'm a Trump supporter. I'd be like, yo, they you don't want me in with that shit. They should have dropped him on the ground as soon as his wife got out the car. They should have dragged her to the ground, too. You know what I'm saying? But let, let, let someone jump out of a car during a traffic stop being black. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's a couple things that is going on here. What you just said, let them have been black when well, it went down that way. This guy is saying, oh, I'm a Trump supporter, as if that's going to get him off. And then all the charges were dropped. You know what so, I mean? So, I mean, it worked. Yeah, so it Ultimately, it did work. Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? So, that's probably not what worked. He has money. That's well, probably what worked. And, and, but I, I feel and like. all of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame because it doesn't happen the same way for black folks. You know what I mean? It, even it, when that's they the way have it money. seems. Even yeah. when they have money. Uh, money what about the judge? Status, you know I mean? uh, you're talking about the dude in New York, the, the, uh, what was it, a congressman or something in New York during the, the George Floyd protest? Oh, no, I'm thinking about the woman who was a judge or something like that. Or, oh, or, oh, yeah. yeah and, and DA Georgia? or something yeah. like that. Yeah, she got pulled over and mistreated, and she was like, what? And then, you know, they, they look, you know, salty as shit they can. Yeah, so they, basically. They, they weren't even allowed to arrest her in, in that courthouse in Georgia, but that's a different issue. Oh, no, I'm talking about a traffic stop where oh. a woman, a black woman was pulled over. And yeah, she or, or, the, like, or the dude that got beat up at, at fucking protests in like 2016 or 2017 mm-hmm. by, by an undercover cop that got beat up by other cops and then they let the cops all off. Like, Come what on, the man. fuck? That's what I'm saying. They literally beat up their coworker who's also a like. The thing is, like, the, the, these fucking fake outrage things that the fucking conservatives do, mm-hmm. and they talk about disrespecting the flag when they when people kneeled for the anthem and you're disrespecting all the people that serve in the military and yada, yada, yada. But, like, where the fuck is the outrage for a police officer basically brutalizing a fucking army lieutenant, active duty? Come on. And here's the craziest shit. So you talked about the pepper spray, right? Do y'all recall why he got pepper sprayed? He got pepper sprayed because he had his hands out of the vehicle and and he still had his seatbelt on and the cop was telling him, screaming at him to get out. And he said something to the effect of, I'm scared, I don't want to get shot. Oh, yes, he said, he yeah. said, right now, I'm scared and I don't want to get out the car. And, and this, is, this said, is somebody says, in the army. The officer says, a lieutenant. and the officer says, oh, you should be scared. I just saw a video on my way over here, uh, before I got over here, uh, where... An officer had someone in cuffs and basically said to me, the guy was like, well, I don't have a freedom of speech. And he pushed him up against the wall and like leaned in to like whisper in his ear, so talk to him in his ear and say, no, you don't have the freedom of speech right now with me or something along. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, look, it's, this is power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Man. This mm-hmm. is, this is a reality for people of color in America. It doesn't matter if you have a dollar to your name. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter if you're, in the military, an athlete, and it doesn't matter if you actually did something wrong. Exactly, it doesn't even matter because this can happen to any person of color in America, bro, at any time. It doesn't even matter if what you did was legal because what this dude did wasn't even illegal. Nothing that happened in that interaction 
from his standpoint, was illegal. But a lot of shit that went on on the other side of that was illegal. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic to say that because these are the people that are supposed to be protecting and upholding the law. Supposed to be. But they're out here breaking the law, knowing that they're being recorded. Harassing people who protect the whole country. That's what I'm saying. And, yo. <laughs> they only the, protect the damn jurisdiction. Bro, These people protect the whole country. No fucking outrage. Exactly. Now, the cop got fired. Yeah, but no outrage. But no outrage. Mm-hmm. I don't see, like. I don't, you don't see Tucker Klansman or Clandis Owens or, or any of those no. conservative headpieces. Anybody who loves the military. How, where all the, where's the outrage from anybody who loves Silent. the military? Radio fucking silence. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because they only care about those things. When it comes to bringing down black people, as I said before. And, and, and hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One more time, Dan. They, they only will, care about those things. Why? When? Because they can use it to bring down black people. All right. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of outrage and, and, and protests and rallies for, you know, stop Asian hate. It became a meme and a hashtag. And I'm not saying that's great. But, but that's not changing anything. It's not changing anything. Or, you know what I mean? like Or just how people saying, you know, honor the troops, stop disrespecting the troops. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of homeless veterans in America. That's what I'm saying. Just asleep on the street right now. So it's, it's I say that to say, like, there should be outrage. There can be outrage. There's outrage for other things. But when Outrage it comes is to, not action. You know what I'm saying? The only people that seem to be outraged when, you know, George Floyd dies and stuff like that are young people, <laughs> black people. And there's a lot of people sprinkling. Let me, let's not get it wrong. It's not like a straight black and white thing, obviously. But people, as far as people what we with see, a conscience, if, right. if, yeah, if you, you know somebody, and I'm I'm saying this, like I don't I don't give a fuck who hears me say this. If you are someone who blames George Floyd for his murder, for him being murdered, yeah, the victim, kick rocks. you are just not a good person. If you watch that man's life get taken from him, like there was, there was a, an expert on uh, the respiratory system that did a testimony during his trial, and he pointed out something that no one even noticed during the initial video. They're like, "Well, he's just leaning his knee on his neck." No, 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 no. His foot was off the ground. Mm-hmm. The whole weight of his body was on that man's neck. But here's the thing: you no know one cracks me up though. And we're actually having a trial for fucking murder we all watched. And it's been going on for <laughs> That's what a couple I'm weeks. saying. That shit should have been in 20 minutes. Well, they got to make as many excuses. Like Dan said earlier, today. oh, apparently fucking speaking is resisting arrest. I mean, speaking at first was that you could it, you could breathe until they brought the respiratory expert up, and then they were like, oh, shit, we can't use that one. But maybe we could say he was resisting. Yeah, go ahead, try it. Like, you're just throwing shit at the wall, hoping it sticks. What kind of shitty person? See, this is, this is what I like about our system either, like, I understand it's your job to be a defense lawyer, but come on. You understand what I'm saying? Like, but come on. Like, <laughs> certain things, like, I'm not taking this job, taking this job. Like, so, well, if he requests a public defender, they have to give him one. One has to be appointed, and they have to do their absolute best to defend him because if not, then if he gets convicted, they can overturn the conviction and say yeah. that he wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, you know, the bullshit. The, the lawyer wasn't competent. He wasn't a competent defense, all that shit. Like, this dude is just trying everything he can. So I, I can't fault the lawyer because he's probably a public attorney. Right, but that's what I mean. That's what's funny. And he's got to do his best or yeah. it, the, the trial gets thrown out. That's whack as hell. But but, but that's the court system. I, no, no, I get it. There, that's these, what I'm saying. It's, the protections yeah. are in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. Although they're not always used to help people. Yeah, exactly. Like, the appeal system works for some people and others. It yeah, never exactly. is going to see the light of day. <laughs> exactly. So. I mean, you know, so... 
but it's just amazing that we're you know that we can even in this country him and haul over you know this situ- this situation and many other situations yeah. and i'm still curious like i'm I, you know i don't even watch it. i haven't i have not seen a single second of it on my own other than like social media and even when i see things that are posted i, I don't even like really watch it because you know it's whatever i'm still trying to figure out what happened with sandra bland but um it's just it's it's amazing because it just speaks to the mindset of these people and this has been going on forever. So at what point are we going to figure out what needs to be done? Because I'm also, for me personally, I'm not even on Instagram heavy enough. Like I keep an account. I don't have it on my phone. I check it every once in a while, I check messages and stuff like that. But it it goes back to what I was saying earlier when I said I ran into my homie earlier. Like, what are we doing to push humanity forward? Because all of the, you know, Barbershop talks, salon talk, you know what I mean, podcasts and everything. We're talking about these things. And I know I know you guys, so I know we we live what we talk about, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and try to push humanity forward. I totally understand, obviously, as a black person, like, I see cop lights and stuff like that, and I have that, you know what I'm saying, subconscious, like, oh, yep. shit. You know what I mean? I, I, I get all that, but at the same time, my frustration level has been so damn high lately, like, what can I do to keep myself stress-free with all this? Because I want to continue to see all this, this bullshit. And you could also be a victim of it. Yeah. And it and that's that's dude. even, like, that puts this unnecessary stress on you that a lot of people don't understand or have to deal with because they don't experience it. Yeah, and it's not easy, dude. Like, like to, like, imagine somebody getting up in the morning, they watch the morning news, and they hear about this, and they have to go to work. And mm-hmm. then you pulled over on the way to work. Or not even something smaller than that, a microaggression at work. Because somebody who has, you know what I mean, is your boss or something that says something to you that can be teetered on the line of racist I stuff. I don't know. Or, or you're a lieutenant on your way to, yeah, it doesn't matter like where, yeah. uh, you know, you're protecting this country, active duty, and you're driving somewhere and then out of nowhere you get pulled over for no reason at all just so somebody can, oh, I feel like fucking with this guy today. He's probably got something in and, the car. And, and let's be real. Or you wanted to quote unquote good cops and you get cursed out just for wearing a uniform. You know, it, 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 it's fucked up on both sides of the of the spectrum at the end of the day though like the things that people claim to care about they don't seem to care about so even like getting those people to care about an issue they care about they half-ass it mm-hmm. like when when you look at this specific situation this is an active duty lieutenant in the army being harassed and brutalized for no reason other than the color of his skin. Listen, man, to see any grown man crying, uh, and it wasn't like he was hurt. You know what I mean? He was crying because of the He was the scared situation. for his life, bro. And, and, and beyond that, An scared for his life. Military member scared for and, his life in his own country. Dude, the feeling mm-hmm. of knowing that you can't, that, 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 that I have no control over the situation feeling is one of the worst feelings, dude. You know what I'm saying? And he's an active-duty military man. We don't know if he's seen action or not, but, dude. It doesn't matter, Dan. Won't, say what you just said training. one more time, because yeah. I, I want that to go uninterrupted. Say what you just said. These people will use anything at their disposal to discredit or minimize anything involving people of color. Bro, it, that is facts. Everything mm-hmm. that y'all both said, everything was facts. It doesn't matter that he was military in that situation because the only thing that officer could see was a black man driving past. Yep. And he just felt like fucking with him. Yep. The only difference is he fucked with somebody on camera that was important. Yep. Because if that man wasn't important, that body cam footage might still not be out. Facts. And that's the thing. Like, this type of stuff happens all the time. Let's go back in history. History repeating itself. Talking about this in the barbershop the other day. Well, we may have discussed it before. 
Crips and Bloods, right? Mm-hmm. They were positive organizations who formed together initially because they were getting their ass beat. You know what I'm saying? So this has been going on for the longest. If you watch a movie like Mississippi Burning, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You understand, like, when, when this is why when you hear a cop siren in a song as black people, we tend to be like, oh, you know what I mean? We, we tense up a little bit. Whether you've ever been pulled over by a cop or not, mistreated or not, because you never know what could possibly happen. Um, I got pulled over not too long ago. Tail light went out. Cop was cool. Both of them were cool. And they had to do their whole procedure. But I turned my car off and put my keys on top of the car. He asked me, why did you do that? I'm like, because so, I ain't running. I just I, want you to I know. I just want you to know that you're going to be safe. But the other part of it is I want to be safe, too. <laughs> and I, But I should not have to do that, especially when I see people. Did you see that video of the, of the white woman who was like, oh, broken tail light six months. And the dude was like, look. You had to tell it. We talked about this. And she just mm-hmm. drove off in the whole nine. And she got tackled down to the ground the whole nine. And I don't wish any harm to be done to anybody. If but she was black. That's what I'm saying. I don't think she gets to drive that far away before exactly. that interaction and ends. Yeah. But that's the thing. When these things happen, some people get emboldened to think that it would never happen to me. The same way black people are probably like, yo, damn, that can happen to me. I'm sure some white people are like, oh, that'll never happen to me. Because I'm white, so I can drive and do whatever. Remember the fuck that I time the officer? Oh, we don't worry. You're not black. Remember? Yeah, that was in like New Jersey or some shit yeah. too. Like that was that was nearby. Like exactly, man. And yeah. it's like you know, and these things happen across the nation in different places. So we can, you know, we can say, hey, you know, it's happening in Minnesota too often. We got to kind of look at Minnesota, like what's going on. But it happens. I everywhere. mean, yeah. But you've got George Floyd. And then, and then fucking Philando Castile. Like, it's a lot. It's a, it's like Colorado has a pension for fucking mass murders. It's crazy. Now, out of curiosity, do you guys happen to know how many officers were actually uh, killed over the last year and shot at over the last year? I don't know, but I would say that the number is probably significantly lower than the amount of people it's, that they've killed. It's way lower. But it's like 249, and 49 actually died. Now, there was in, an article I read earlier was no context as to how, what situation was. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mistakes or whatever where they like where well, they shot at. Well, but there there was a mass murder this like last month, right? In this country, Obviously. this mm-hmm. year, and an officer got shot, right? And they didn't kill the person that shot him. When he took him out, it appeared to be a a, a white man. It wasn't, mind but you, they had no idea what his name was time, right. until they already arrested right. him. Right, and mind you, this officer had seven children. Mm-hmm. He, so, could, he like, couldn't pull out of a driveway. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. And uh, stop it. This then. is no time for Philip Rivers jokes. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> uh, for good measure. Mm-hmm. I was gonna let that run for a second. Like, Hold know, on. Rest in peace to Dan's uh, podcasting jokes. Right. But no, actually, you know, it, it's it's crazy because we gotta, you know, comedy is something that we need to, to keep us sane sometimes because this shit is ridiculous. Facts. It, it is. It is very hard to. It's mentally draining. That's why we had to take oh a week off last week. It's yeah, mentally draining talking it. about this shit all the time because yeah. we don't just talk about this on podcast day. We talk about this in our personal lives. We talk about right. it with other friends, other family. That's how the podcast got started, having and, these conversations. And we have these conversations with each other. We send each other these things and we're like, damn, let's look at the, like let's break this shit down because this is crazy. Yeah. But it's it's all the time. And and speaking of which, and this is what we mean by like the body cam footage probably wouldn't still be out like right now Mm. is because there's another story uh there were police in la that were responding to a domestic disturbance okay Mm. now at the time that they were responding i think all the information that they had was the address it was an apartment building not like a building building but like a small structure you know with multiple units they pull up 
and there's a black guy outside. He was taking a trash can out. Right. Guy looks over, you know, hey, how you doing? The officers are having a conversation on the body cam, and this happened uh, in May 2019. So, like, this is why this just came out. The body cam footage just came out, like, two years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, last week. You feel me? Like, that's that's why we say that. That's part of it, too. And so they pull up, and they're basically just like, uh, you know, is it him? I don't know. Probably. They jump out. The guy says hi to him, and they just start screaming at him and, and pin him up against the wall. And then his uh, his girlfriend comes out, and they throw her around, too. She's in a rope, so they actually disrobe her yeah, briefly she ended up naked. Mm-hmm. while taking her down. Now, thankfully, they did censor the body cam footage before they released it. But, like, that's... That's fucked up to do to anybody. And and the, the worst part about all this, who are they looking for, Dan? Oh. One of y'all. Oh. God, ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. One of those whites. Yeah. No, but they were looking for a white man. So, like, if they, if they bothered to fucking do any more due diligence, they weren't even looking for someone that looked like this man. They just... Is that him? I don't know. Probably. Whatever my... Like, why would you... Why would somebody that would be a suspect greet you with a wave and a smile? With a trash can. And a, oh, it's because he's black, clearly. It's he's he, he's it's fucking he's... recycling while black. Yeah, let's beat the shit out of him. And it, what's like, crazy is, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm an officer. and You're, I walk you're, somebody, you're probably not wrong. But... And, I, and I say, hey, how you doing, buddy? Just have to ask you a couple of questions. You're not in any type of trouble. Just a cu- couple of quick questions. I'm pretty sure he would have complied. And be like, you know, and that comply word is amazing to me because you know how difficult it is to have instructions yelled at you and then you have to figure out those instructions and they telling you that you're not complying. Especially when you're having guns you know, that sort of traumatic episode. And I and it cracks me up they're saying, hey, just comply. Dude, I'm a grown ass man and I don't need any other person yelling at me as a grown ass man in my work uniform. Or just walking down the street. Or Yo, taking out my trash. All like, he said when when they asked him to turn they turn around. Why? Because I told you to. Like. Who are you talking to? And you're just asserting dominance. Well, how would you feel if somebody talking? That's, that's my You point. did nothing to anybody that's and somebody point. comes up to you. Just like the, just like this, this lieutenant that gets pulled over for no reason. He's scared for his life because he knows he did nothing wrong. Right. And he's getting pulled over and screamed at with guns out. Right. This dude's like, I just said hi. Is that wrong? What the fuck? And my thing is, I would love to see the statistics on. This is the reason why I looked up how many officers were actually shot in the line of duty and stuff like that. I would love to see a stat on how many traffic stops ended up in something like that. And then you have to op- unpack that because, all right, where was the traffic stop? Why was the person stopped? Did they have tenant? You know what I'm saying? Like, does the person have warrants and the whole nine? Because, dude, like, even if you pulled over a gang member that has an AK 47 in the back, you are prepared and geared up for situations like that and trained. You walk up to the, I'm not a cop, but I understand. You walk up to the car, put the hand on the back, any fingerprints. Job, any job where you get to for carry it. a gun and you're told you should wear your bulletproof vest on a daily basis, on, bro. you are already more, pre- you should already be more prepared than the person you're about to encounter. How many cops, and this is this is the thing about Hollywood too, because I can imagine plenty of movies where cops are shot at, you know, gangsters and they shoot them. You know what I mean? That shit don't happen. Because if it did, we should see that all the time, which will make it, to me, it will make more sense for the news to put all the times the cops got shot at in those crazy situations. They got body cams. We got, you know, a all the murders, TV. All the show murders all in Philadelphia. That. 
I can count on one hand the amount of times I recall in the last like two years hearing about a shooting involving the police getting shot at. at. That's what that's exactly. And one that of was, them was, was like uh, John Wick. John Wick. John. Yeah. And right. no. And luckily, no one was hurt in that. The boy with the, the boy with the bathrobe. Uh, West. When he shot, actually shot the cop. That wasn't a traffic stop. Okay, he, so three. But he just still he, but one. But he ambushed. One, one. So that's a little bit different. He ambushed. It wasn't in the act of being pulled over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's nothing to me that justifies even thinking about pulling out your taser or your gun when you're doing a traffic stop. How about your clipboard and your fucking pen? Hey, you just ran that stop sign. Why? Buddy. What are you? Prepared, what are you prepared for if you're if you're already approaching a vehicle with a weapon out? Dig these, it. These these guys wouldn't last a week in our uh, rehab program we worked at. They really bro, wouldn't, bro. They they would have got beat the fuck up by the clients. Listen, if somebody how many times you see the clients put hands on staff, they would have got beat the fuck up out of clients, bro. The way that they act, how how yo, you can't talk to me. Like, could you just imagine, like how how the like how they would have been responded to if they acted like just the people who were assholes, just the people who were assholes that worked there towards the the, the residents, towards the clients, the just the people who were assholes would get a negative enough inner like reaction from from the residents, like, and they're not that bad compared to some of the things like screaming in someone's face like these dudes wouldn't last fucking 10 minutes on the job and and this is a job where it is 100 percent hands off the only time we can do anything with a client is if we're giving them cpr which i've done or a pet six times but yeah and a pat search but even then like you're still not allowed to be you know rough with pat searches and shit like that you have to be professional you're not yeah. there. You're. It's, th- it's not a cavity search. This isn't jail. Pat searches are just to like all that shit is done to prevent stuff. It's not. To, it's never to find anything. And if you're doing it to find something, then you're doing something wrong because people have enough. Uh, they they know that they can try you at that point. Mm. Like you're not doing a good enough job if people are just like, yeah, I'm gonna bring this through. Like, how many bombs do you see come through the airport? Like. They, they they confiscate more fucking nail clippers than fucking weapons. Come on, man. But the reason why people don't bring weapons is because they're finding every fucking nail clipper. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. th- that right. is why people don't try to bring larger weapons through there because they're not going to get it through. That's why you do those things. It's about prevention. That's what the cops don't realize. Every th- Policing is about prevention because police don't fucking intervene. They don't stop nothing. Yeah, you, you can't bring C4 on a fucking flight if you can't get in a fucking eight ounce bottle of lotion. Exactly. No, facts, though. And, and, and because uh, the police That's fucked stop. up though They're gonna take my 8 ounce Like I gotta have a 6 ounce What if my skin is dry Like the Come fuck on, was the extra I, I mean I mean, you'll be alright you, you know y'all Y'all don't Y'all look a little different than us When you're ashy Yeah but I still get My elbows still get ashy I can't do that <laughs> I mean it just It just blends in with the, the rest of Nah <laughs> If y'all If y'all don't understand what, what, uh, what was being said about You know police not stopping I thought you were gonna explain Being ashy to me I'm Oh like, no, 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 no 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 I'm not gonna go there bro Like we gotta, I, I seen Ashy Larry At the dice game he said, <laughs> "But dust everywhere." Remember the movie Minority Report? Yeah, the whole premise was trying to stop things from happening. So you had to have this oracle situation. That's not going. Police do not. I don't. I can't think of a time with cops. What was that? Like something a, from happening. Co- yeah, cops. As we said before, they are reactive. They are yeah, not preventing. Yeah, reactive. that's. They don't. They don't. When there's a when there's a fucking rape in progress, they come take a witness statement. They don't come grab the rapist. Like yeah, they're not, not gonna be like exactly. fucking Batman and fucking rappel down and beat the shit out of the dude. Like. It's not. It's fact. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. Well, yeah. I mean, if if you're not white, then it might happen that way. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and that's the point. Is like they they exercise caution when they want to, and it's very clear when they don't fucking care. And and the presumption of guilt 
just because the guy's black, he lives there. That's his house mm-hmm. too. It's a it's a fucking apartment. He also lives in that same building. Mm-hmm. People are, are going to be rightfully outraged by this. Um, you know, hopefully this this family gets a huge settlement out of obviously taxpayer dollars. Um, that should be out of the police budget. I can't wait till we get the video up because I have to see Dan's face when he says that to understand exactly where he's coming from while he's saying it. Like, yeah, money uh, ain't bringing nobody's life back. I feel you, Dan. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. But uh, this is this is American police work working as intended. This is not a this this is not mistakes or bad apples. This is uh, systemic. Racial oppression is a part of the police backbone. Facts. This is how it's structured to work, and it is working as intended. Facts. Case, case in point. You know, the the George Floyds of the world and the Philando Castiles of the world and, and, you know, all these recent stories, these are not outliers. This is just the system working as intended. Case, case in point. I'm they pretty- do literally whatever they want without consequence. Uh. If there's settlements that comes out of, you know, taxpayer dollars, policies and procedures and trainings do not change. Mm-hmm. There you go. And the media sensationalizes on both sides to keep people divided and keep people not focused on, you know, ways that these things can actually be changed and, you know, on bigger picture issues. Like I said before, how. People were mad at, you know, the Kaepernick's of the world about kneeling and disrespects of troops. Meanwhile, there's hundreds of thousands of homeless tr- troops out here in America. And You, know, you have an active army lieutenant get assaulted on body camera mm-hmm. and dehumanized. And there's not a peep from those people that, quote unquote, support the, the troops, uh-huh. the patriots. Uh-huh. You, there's none, none of these patriots. Saying anything about this? None, none of these Second Amendment loving people are going against the police state because they are part of the police state. They're the ones that benefit from the police state. Exactly. Why would you change something if it benefits you? And exactly. And and I think that's why people are so afraid of change. When they hear defund the police, they're like, "Oh my God, they want to take the money." Like, no. Here's what we mean. In Philadelphia, they have the largest police budget they've ever had. Anyone care to guess how many dollars they've put into, like, you know, anti-violence measures where they're, like, working on solving police brutality and shit like that? Anyone It, care it to might guess? as well be none. Uh, um, negative. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing shorts, so I'm going to just see, see. It's, it's see. about tree fitting. Oh, rabbit ears. He just pulled out of his see, pocket. Rabbit ears. Rabbit ears. See, rabbit ears. Nothing. I ain't yeah. got shit in these. Cause that's what they did. That's how much money they put in, into that and shit. It, and it should be said that um, over-policing and putting you know, significantly more bodies on the street does not reduce crime. It spends money. No matter how much they want you to think it does, it does not reduce crime because uh, police budgets are bigger than they've ever been mm-hmm. by a significant margin. And like Omar just said. And crime the, is on a record pace. Yeah, the murder rate's even higher than it was last hey, year. We, we beating our record. So it's maybe crazy. instead of putting all of our money into police, maybe... Nope. Why put, would you help people? Why would you money think you help people? No, into no, absolutely programs not. No. that help people. No, well, you know, because look, that costs man. money significantly. Look, like man. we talked you about know. this before, if I help somebody become a productive member of society, that saves us approximately, and on average, thirty six thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. that they're not incarcerated, being mm-hmm. an actual financial burden on society, and they become a taxpayer. 
So, like, not only does it cost less to help them, then they start contributing to help the others. Yeah, I, I had Listen, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a couple of days ago because he had posted, a, like, a, a the sensationalized news article talking about how New York was handing out millions to illegal immigrants or whatever. And I, I told him, look, they are undocumented citizens because these are people that are actually working towards something. They're actually working towards whether it's citizenship or providing a better life for their family. But for various reasons, whether it's from where they came from, whether it's our citizenship test being ridiculous, they aren't able to obtain that full citizenship right now. And I think that, you know, if there were programs in place by the state or the government that, you know, help these people integrate into American citizenship easier. Oh, you're saying they could pay taxes? Yeah, have them transition easier. Oh, oh shit. Have them pay taxes, give them, you know, access to a portion of those benefits that, you know, citizens would have until they reach X months as a legal citizen. All of a sudden, those people who, by the way, work very intense labor jobs. But, by the way, the most part, that we don't I, I, do. you're never going to make it in government ever in your life. Don't ever run for office. You know why? Because you're making way too much fucking sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but it's, and, and this is where I'm going to wrap up my point at. There is much more profit in chaos than peace. That's why all these companies thrive bingo. during war. 100%. And you know what the so, thing is? I'm going to give you one second. Mm-hmm. I just want to piggyback off that. The profit doesn't go to us. Okay? We pay more money to fucking invest in the wrong shit, which lines other people's pockets. So, essentially, it's like a pyramid scheme where the people that benefit the most are at the top. I'm sorry. The one percenters. Yeah. And everybody else is just giving them their money, just funneling it up. So all the taxpayer money goes to these programs where they put all this money into the police department, but all the police do is buy weapons and cars, and then the weapons manufacturers and the car manufacturers are who make the money from it. So one way or the other, our tax dollars are going to the wrong shit. Like, they're spending our tax dollars anyway. Just put it to the right shit. You feel me? It's not, I mean, look, listen, when we look at the biggest picture, like we mentioned before, all this stuff is working exactly how they want it. And who is the they? People that's making this money. It reminds me of a meme. I was trying to find it real quick, um, but it's pretty much, uh, oh, here it is. I just found it. So the pawn would be us, society. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the rooks, the police, the horsemen, the military, the media is the bishops, the government is the queen. And the corporations are the king. Now, yes. when you think about that, yep. the queen can move anywhere on a piece, but they can, the, the real king is the is the uh, the money makers, the corporations. All of this is making money for a lot of people now, and the I, king has to be protected at all costs. At all costs, and, and I mean and that's and, why you see the bitch a, McConnells of the world retracting that statement mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we don't need corporations and politics. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Just and, hold and, off on the bitch McConnell and, stuff. And, we and get real to quick, him in a minute. with that pawn situation, yeah, we have an opportunity to make it across the board. Yeah, I mean, but it's slim to nut. It's really tough because you got to deal with the police, the military, the media, and all that type of stuff. Think of it. I mean, we we talked about before how changing the status quo affects the profit. Like we we talked about how 
Republicans are better for the rich, the, the wealthy, but not better for the economy. And Democrats are better for the economy, worse for the rich, mm-hmm. because then people have more money. Here's the thing. When you say that, it makes perfect sense. It's why they don't sensationalize when police kill white people. It's because then they're unifying everybody against something mm-hmm. that profits for them. Yep. So that's why the media does what they do, and they constantly barrage us with images of black people being murdered because it makes black people upset, but it also makes white people upset, yep. but not for the right reason. It, yep. it reminds me of something I watched earlier. I watched this uh, YouTube channel, Ab- Abra and Preach. Uh, they're pretty dope because they're very you know non-biased. And they were talking about Vine and how TikTok is the new Vine, but they focused on this one dude um, who was who did a little quick YouTube video about the dude King Bach. I'm not very familiar, but I, I know the dude's face. He's very famous now. Like he does commercials and stuff, but he started like Vine. And the it was a white kid who spoke very factual and knowledgeable about modern day minstrels. And I'm, I'm gonna get to a point in a second. So King Bach does all these videos, Vine videos, or did them in the past that really used black stereotypes a whole hell of a lot. You know I mean, like absent fathers, all you know, we, everybody was like a, a, a petty thief on a gang or something like that, whatever yeah. the case may be. So the point of it was, the guy was saying, hey, the white guy was like, look, I'm in no position to tell black people they can't do these stereotypes or whatever, but it's like a modern-day minstrel show, minstrel show, and you go back in the day, the most famous minstrel shows were the ones that actually had black people in blackface. My point is this. Black people also have to stop perpetuating the nonsense through our media, quote unquote our media, or allowing have some integrity and stop allowing these A and R's and rap music. I ain't gonna say hip hop and rap music to let you perpetuate the BS narrative that we have to carry guns, be gangsters, the whole nine. You know what? It it just feeds the machine though. That's what I'm, that's that's the point I'm getting at because we have like look. Let's take a look at what happened uh, in South Philly, 17th and Carpenter, not too far from my house. It's a very heavily gentrified neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Give you a little context. When I was young. Carpenter Street is across the tracks from where I live. Washington Avenue is the main corridor. We couldn't go across the tracks, so to speak. You know what I mean? It was dangerous. There's you no know, neighborhoods and stuff like that. But it's gentrified now, and so you have a lot of Caucasians who live in the neighborhood that used to be bad. There are still remnants of people who are of that mindset of when the area, I'm not even going to say used to be bad. It's, it, it's Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Bad things happen. <laughs> it's like we stop. But uh, so the, um, when, the woman. When's your uh, presidential run starting? <laughs> it, right. So uh, this, this young guy was checking cars pulling handles and a white woman saw him at night and she's like, Hey, stop. You know, blah, blah. Dude ran up on her, punched in the mouth, dragged it out the street. Dead wrong. He's an asshole. Now, can I say that he has the mentality of doing that because of, Oh, hip hop says, rap says that, you know, I gotta be third, this, that, and third, blah, blah, blah. Where at the end of the day, buddy, you got, you got clothes on your back. You don't need to be stealing from anybody. You don't need to be beating up women regardless of what race they are. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the same time, that's the mentality I think he has or developed because he thinks that you have to take and steal and rob because I don't have anything right now. But, dude, work hard and get what you... Like, I understand... Like One one thing I can tell you for sure, mm-hmm. because I've been in a car with, uh, you know, people that have done some shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I used to get into some bullshit when I was younger. Right. And I remember one night, we're driving, and there was a dude walking alone. He had a smartphone out. And one of my homies was like, yo, let's go get him. Right. No bullshit. And my bro was like, yo, don't do that. Right. And I, and then my homie was like, well, why? He was like, because he ain't got nothing. Like, well, that's an easy target. What are we going to go after him for? We already got enough shit. But we don't need to take his shit for that. Like, for what? Right. We're going to go fuck him up, take his cell phone for what? Now we got an extra cell phone. One, that we probably can't use. Right. It's going to get locked. And then, like, two... 
we already have cell phones. What we need his cell phone for? Why are we exactly. going to take somebody else's shit? Like, we got that. And and these are dudes that would fuck you up in a second. Right. And they were like, oh, all right, yeah, you're right. A, a lot of people don't have that voice in their circles, though, which is the concerning part. And right. you know what's crazy? <laughs> the, the dude that said that has a record. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it didn't stop him from doing other and shit. That's, that's, but he had the common sense not to do that's that. That's the ultimate point I'm getting at. We all have common sense, but not let, let's not allow the things in mainstream to have us thinking differently. And I, I know what I just said. Some people may listen to him and be like, oh, man, but, but. There is no but, but. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> dog, you're doing something stupid, and it does in some ways perpetuate this mindset that people have of people. I can care less about the context. We could be smart about some of our decisions the same way white folks need to be smart about some of their decisions too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you got these teachers. You got Thinking these, is free. Yeah, it is. Like you got these teachers talking this nonsense about the Candace Owens. We mentioned it last podcast. Like, dog, like. Clandest Owens. Everyone has to do better. Everyone. You know what I mean? We can be bitter and salty about what has happened and stuff like that, but we have to have more one-on-one communication, respect and stuff like that because my new neighbors or whatever – I can't say that they bad or good, but I'm not going to approach them as if they're bad just because of the way they look. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and that may sound cliche. It's the truth, though. It's facts. You can't judge a book by its cover. Right, because, listen, sometimes you have a real one who can do something for plenty of people. Like that that one officer down south somewhere who used to always do the videos with the kids and stuff yeah. like that, playing with them. He's a good dude. Or, people, like, I've run into, you know, in, in the rehab center, I've run into some guys who are literally – coming off of, you know, prison sentences or, or addiction. These are, you know, good dudes that I help get back into society mm-hmm. that other people would have walked by him and said, you know, I, I'm not dealing with that. He's just an addict. Mm-hmm. He, he chose to take drugs. And a lot of people have that negative mindset without actually getting to know the person mm-hmm. and their story and their circumstances. I've met some of the most humble people working in a halfway house than I've Met anywhere else in my life. Let's go to the extreme. I had a client last week at the shop. My brother, he was like, yo, when I was down, one of his closest friends was a part of the Aryan Nation. You understand what I'm saying? They had a commonality. That's the whole thing. Like, <clears throat> I totally understand the angst towards all kinds of people because of what we deal with out here. But when it comes down to it, if a black man and a white man who's part of the Aryan Nation can become best of friends because of their common the commonality of being in, you know, in prison together, jail together, it goes to show that a lot of stuff that we're doing out here is bullshit. And, and, and that's that's not a you know one-off story. I'm sure that happens all, all around the, the prison time. system, all the time. Not even just the prison system, just in life. If if you just, right, just take the time to to learn about somebody. Like, just ask a simple question or two. Like, you'll be surprised how much you actually have in common with them. And like we talk about all like the the ads and shit on like Facebook and stuff like that. Like, yo, people. Like, we're all male. We all fall into, like, the same 10-year age range. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if we look online, some of the same shit is going to come up for all of us just because right. we're males in a certain age range. It doesn't and, and we're from the same area. So we fall under three separate demographics where we have something in common. Mm-hmm. That That's without even speaking, we have those three things in common without knowing anything right. else about each other. Right. We are in Philadelphia... We are all men in the same general age range. Mm-hmm. You notice I keep making Omar a little older. I know. No, I'm just, I'm just know, joking. I, that's but. all gravy, though. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing, though, and that's another part of the issue, too. There's separation when it comes to age because 
I came up when we didn't have internet as readily available as we have it right now. Yeah, I mean, we we were on the tail end of that, but we didn't have right, internet right, when we were yeah, young either. Yeah, so. Nowadays, right. nowadays, nowadays remember kids DSL grow up and they turn twelve and go right on TikTok. My girl told me that there's a there's a a word for that. Uh, but we're 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 like the generation that grew up. Our generations are like the generations that grew up into technology, and like you said, now they just we, have we it. paid our dues. We had flash drives and, and AOL and yeah, flash drives. DSL, we, shit, we had fucking floppy disks still. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dig it. So with that being said, a lot of times this technology is not. I used said disks, by the way. Right. <laughs> uh, a lot of DIS right yeah or CS like. No, I think I think that's a disc. Well, computer for it. Yeah, CDs are like okay. Disc with a C, and K is the floppy disk. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at with the technology piece is everyone needs to communicate with each other more because these children are seeing these things that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And a lot are not understanding what's really happening, not understanding true history and how everything is. This is you know history repeating itself. And I do hope that you know the pendulum swings more towards you know positivity. Like it is, it's just not moving fast enough for me. And I blame that on the fact that people are getting paid from all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And all humans are being affected by it. It's all it. about a dollar. Yeah. That's the most important fucking thing in the world. That's what it's all about. And now, as an aside, I was watching some videos last week, and uh, Dr. Henry Clark broke it down. He And this is his theory. I'm going to say it's his theory because I didn't get, go deep into it. But basically, 1400s, 1300s, somewhere around that time, some Europeans said, hey, we need to figure out a way to create this capitalism. And that's where racism started because we had to convince one group of people that somebody else is lesser than you. And and it's very easy to convince somebody that someone that doesn't look like them is inferior. That I forget the the woman's name, but she did a a study. Jane Elliott? Yes. And she did the study on Oprah, right? Where she like. A white woman and she speaks nothing but truth. Look her up, Jane Elliott. But she did a study where like, not even a study, just an experiment in Mm -hmm. in the fucking studio where they basically separated people by their eye color. Yep. And they were upset as hell and they didn't even realize why they were upset with each other. Yep. And all she did it was to prove a point like, hey. You see how easy it was to convince you to hate each other? Yep. And the one girl got, oh man, look her up. There's this one thing where this girl gets so mad on one of those experiments that she left the room this day and third. She's like, no, I'm treating. And she exposed what's wrong with the world. You know what I mean? And I guess that's my point. Everybody has to deal with some nonsense. Like we, we're, mm-hmm. we're very, us three sitting right here, as much nonsense going, we're very privileged. We have shoes on our feet. You know, we got the heat and electricity. I'm wearing that socks. Third. Speak for yourself. Yeah, you're wearing socks. My, my bad. It's, but it's, it's about time we had a leg up on y'all. Right. <laughs> First of all, I got shoes right there. Just... The point I'm getting at, though, is you know, again, we have to not focus so much on what is being told to us. Get out here and start understanding some things so we can fix what's wrong. Because mm-hmm. every, nobody wants to be out here upset. Everybody wants to smile. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to have a good time. Nobody is better than anybody else, despite what people think and say. You know, we see a lot of people who have a lot of, you know, material things and stuff like that. That really don't matter either. But we're 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 headed real fast towards a situation where we're all going to be fucked. And that's a whole different conversation because this money thing, the cryptocurrency and all that, we got to start thinking about that. This, these corporations, look, I, was, I mentioned Hollywood earlier. There's a lot of movies that are showing us a dystopian situation. Situation is going to be a, a, a bigger gap between rich and poor. Listen, there it already did. It already happened during COVID. Right. The the top yeah, billionaires, they they've Amazon increased its value Come like on. almost one and a half times. And right. Like, that's it's crazy. I'm not talking about they're worth one and a half times what they're worth. Like they increased their value like times like one hundred and fifty percent. Like that's, that's crazy. since March of last year. Like right. it's it's so one way or the other. thing going on out here. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna make their money. That's why, you know, Jeff Bezos can get divorced and the woman becomes 
the richest woman in the Come world on, by man. a hilarious Come margin. On, man. That's it just just because she divorced the richest man in Come the world. On, like it's crazy. And, and, and to tie it all in real quick, it's not about the money, y'all. You know what I mean? We got people out here who think they better because they have other things. But when was the last time Louis Gucci or any of these high Lamborghini any anybody said, "Yo, what's going on with these black people getting killed by cops?" It's messed up. And I say that specifically because a lot of these rappers are talking about these material things, giving free advertising. You understand what I'm saying? Well, so so that's that's a good segue. So. Fake outrage by the companies, right? Mm-hmm. So conservatives have fake outrage, and then there's, like, the fake outrage by the corporations or, like, the fake wokeness by the corporations, like getting rid of Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the MLB moved the All-Star game from Atlanta because of the Georgia voting laws, right? which are pretty fucking restrictive. You know, like, hey, you want some water, Dan? I don't know yeah. if I give that to you now, I'm cool. But yeah, if right. I give it to you in voting lines in Georgia, you're going to get arrested or I'm going to get arrested. Which so makes no sense. Can anybody just, you know, you know, chime in and, and on the YouTube agent and stuff like that and make that make sense? It, it's not going to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even the people that wrote the law don't know how it makes sense. Like, it's crazy because they... they <laughs> These put, probably the same type of people who will destroy the water bottles at the protests uh-huh. and the milk that they take yep. to make sure they don't get I, tear I mean, gas. You know what I mean? I mean, you would think that they would want water handed out since allegedly so many dead people voted for Biden. So, come on, right. Yeah, but no, no bullshit though. In in Georgia, right? One of the reasons why it's so difficult for people to vote and they have to do all the things that they have to do to get people out like early voting and mail-in ballots and stuff is because the gerrymandering has made it very difficult for people to actually get to a polling place that they can get in in time. That's why it's so significant that they're cutting down poll times to five o'clock. They're making sure these people can't get in and can't get in line. Crazy. Cutting it off at five, people are still at work. That's not fair. That's not democratic. Mm-hmm. And and think about this real quick. People that have to work typically need what? At least an hour. You got rush hour. No, no, no. Need money because you're working. Oh, yeah. Think about you're not going to take a day <laughs> off to vote. That's what I'm, right. Most people are not going to take a I'm day trying, off to I'm vote. I'm not trying. I, I had to get furniture delivered. I wasn't trying to take a day off for that. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I went and voted on my lunch break, and it took me 10 minutes because I got lucky as shit. Well, look, all I'm saying is, these voting laws are pretty restrictive. Like, they put people in a situation where they have to wait in line for hours and then made it illegal for someone else to give them water. Like, the fuck? They're just trying to make as few people vote as possible. They're trying to make it, it isn't difficult. Isn't at 5 o'clock a hard cutoff? So if you're outside waiting, you still can't get in after 5? I don't know for sure, but, like, even if oh, it sure. was just the people that are in... No, I don't think they can stop you from voting if you're in line when it closes. I don't think that's legally allowed, but then again, all the other stuff was legally allowed until Georgia outlawed it. But anyway... I say all this to say there was fake outrage and politicians were on Fox News this week talking about it's more fake conservative outrage and and, and they're just trying to rile up their supporters like, oh, well, the MLB moved it to Colorado. Like, well, Colorado's got way more restrictive voting laws than Georgia. So just just to backtrack for a second, in Georgia, they have very few polling places and then they made it illegal to give somebody food or water waiting in line. Um, In Georgia, they cut the voting time to 5 p.m. They got rid of early voting. They made very strict requirements for mail-in ballots. In Colorado, if you register to vote on election day, you can vote in the election. In Colorado, they made sure every single registered voter received a mail-in ballot, which they could early vote with or they could choose to go hand it in during the the election or go vote in person at the election. Not to vote all three times like Donald Trump told his supporters and I think Arizona to do. (laughs) But which one sounds more restrictive to y'all? 
because it don't sound like Colorado to me. Georgia. Georgia. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of neck and neck. You know, Colorado, they got the devil's lettuce and they got the, the mail-in ballots. That's a little a little suspicious yeah, to the me. devil's lettuce, huh? <laughs> you you got to be high to vote by mail, according to, you know, Republicans. Uh, oh, who voted by mail? Who vote right. by mail o- overwhelmingly? Anyway, who who has the money to be out of the fucking country on a trip during the election? White. As, ask yourself. White, <laughs> exactly. White Republicans. You feel me? Like, oh, the, man. People with money have the money to be out of the country and shit. Like, who is who is doing absentee voting? Like, I can't fucking take enough time off of work to go anywhere. I fucking, if I go on a trip, it's to, like, New Jersey. Like, just, I'm not going to fucking out of the country and shit. Anyway, whatever. So, there's this fake outrage. And then people got uh, corporations to feel guilty somehow. Coca-Cola and, I think, Delta Airlines released statements. And Donald Trump told everybody to, uh, you know, to boycott these companies. Donald Trump, who drinks, admittedly, 12 Diet Cokes per day, decided to tell people to boycott Coca-Cola. Except he forgot when he was taking a picture in his office in Mar-a-Lago, which, by the way, behind him, this is going to be the fucking photo for, for this episode, or maybe we'll just post the shit on the fucking the, the Gray Area Podcast uh, Instagram page. This man has a bronze statue of himself behind him in the picture, by the way. That's a thing. He, You know he had that made because it's like the whole body. Like, who? Why? For what purpose? I mean, that's low-key a flex, though. Is it? Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we know Dan, if he gets enough money, will have a fucking bronze statue of himself. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a statue of, of Mr. McFelony. It's a record. You got to use the fucking moon crickets for yeah, that? It's a, it's a record. You got it Racist three times. Ass. Nope. Fucking Georgia voting law crickets. I'll play it again. <laughs> I know. I got, I'll give him that one. That was decent. Uh, nah, but in all, in all seriousness, though, this man took a picture with one of his former like staffers or someone that was part of his cabinet or some shit. Bro, this man poorly hid the Diet Coke bottle behind his phone. That's hilarious. He just told his fucking supporters to boycott Coke and couldn't even fucking take a picture without moving it all the way out of the frame. Okay, Kanye West, like, boycott Louis and get caught at the airport with the Louis bags. Like, come on, man. Caught in 4K. Come on, man. Right. All right. Facts. <laughs> come on, man. But, uh, yeah, so he's stupid as shit. So, salty as shit, dickhead. I don't think that fucking boycott worked. Uh, you and all 12 of your supporters that can get on a Delta fucking flight after fucking January 6th. I don't think anybody's fucking losing ticket sales over them. Yeah. Oh, this is what we live in, man. Yeah, so anyway, there was this this uh, boycott that Trump said. So Bitch McConnell uh, decided to come out, and we, we, we haven't talked about Bitch McConnell since the uh, impeachment trial where he said that Donald Trump, somebody needs to do something about him and arrest this man after voting to fucking not impeach him. Um, like, maybe 10 minutes prior. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, Bitch McConnell, he decided to tell Coke and Delta they need to mind your damn motherfucking business. <laughs> to quote Kevin Hart, he told them to mind their business and that they shouldn't say anything. Less than 24 hours later, he said, no, 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 no. They shouldn't not donate to us. They shouldn't. They shouldn't stop giving me money. They should just not have political opinions. Bruh. It's the most bitch McConnell thing he could have he possibly done. I think he want to give me a white van, bro. 
I'm in the market for a white van. A white cargo van, to be more specific. Is it going to have windows on it? No. Nah. What are you planning on doing? Oh, nothing. You going to give out candy in it? I was watching the Spike Lee movie not too long ago. And, um, what are you gonna put a fucking C four in it like the fuck? Uh, uh, you, what you what you going to fucking uh, Washington DC on uh on January sixth and shit? No, you ever see Drop Squad? <laughs> nah. Premise of the movie is that a group of people who snatch up folks and brain rinse them. Yeah. Some of these people need that. No, no, don't brain rinse them. Just get them out of fucking positions of power and it will be all right. Like put somebody yeah. else in there. Oh, and speaking of, of somebody else that's in there, Matt Gates. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Gates is just, is yeah, being just, investigated for he is a senator, I believe Florida, or he's a representative from Florida. One of or the course. other. Uh, yeah, right. Florida yeah, man. Florida, Florida's wild. Florida man has yeah. Venmo transaction history with underage teenager. Like, I I saw that they had an SNL skit about him a few weeks ago. I was crying, laughing. They were roasting the shit out of him the whole time. Yeah, but now, oh, the the every time they do the weekend update, they say he looks like something, and it's hysterical. I think they called him Schmeagle. His face is squished together. Like I don't, he, he looks like the uh, the what was the movie The Mask, right? Remember the the, the bad guy in the mask? Yeah, it's all yeah. squished yeah. up. It's crazy. He he, it, oh. he looks like somebody that would get the shit beat out of him by Ice T on SVU. Right. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Yo, and, and for he the should, record, though. he should. G A E T Z. If y'all want to look him up, because uh. At first, I looked up. G-A-T. He's not related yeah. to Bill. No, no, no relation. None. No relation to Bill. Five G Gates. Mm-mm, I can't. Remember. He he's like Gates from Wish. The way that yeah. shit spells. So maybe he was the Gates they were talking about. Was involved with like PizzaGate and and uh, a QAnon and shit because this dude actually has uh, ties to a child trafficker. So that's that's why he's being investigated. That's why this started. Is a child trafficker was being investigated and then like. This dude was having conversations with people like, hey, we got to cover this up. Hey, go get Trump to pardon me. Hey, hey, hey. And then Matt Gates went on Tucker Carlson and tried to rope him into this shit. Like, yeah, that, that time that mentally ill person uh, said you, you sexually assaulted them even though you never actually met them. It's the same as what I'm going through. Tucker Carlson's like, what? Even even he's not crazy enough to fucking fall for that bullshit. He's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wasn't there. So, you know, it's pretty bad when, when the only Republicans that will fucking support you are Donald Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Damn shame. He was at some fucking event, too, this week, and he was speaking, and he fucking said that like he was proud that they were, like, supporting him. It's like, bro, you got three Republicans reporting or er, 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 supporting you and <laughs> reporting. They should all be reporting him. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got three fucking Republicans rep- supporting you, and they are the worst three to fucking support you. Like... Even Mitch McConnell's like, I'm not touching this one. Listen, man. <sighs> it's a crazy fucked up world we live in, bro. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, real quick, speaking on some of, you know, this crazy world. Uh, the movie I came across is not very old, but it's a Wesley Snipes movie called Liberty Stand Still. wonder if that's the one they're still trying to get in the pay taxes on. Probably, <laughs> probably so. But it's about, um, you know, uh, a company that makes guns. And he, his kid was, um, Wesley Snipes' kid was killed in, like, a school shooting. So it kind of touches on some of the things we were talking about earlier. And just watch it. It's a pretty good movie. And I think, unfortunately, some people are going to start to do what Wesley Snipes did in this movie. But I'm not going to speak on it any much more. It was on Amazon called Liberty Stand Still. It's a pretty good movie. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, there was that officer in uh, California that got fed up. After he fucking reported some people and then he lost his job and oh, tried yeah. and tried and tried again to get it. 
and they wouldn't give it back to him. So he fucking just went postal and started yeah. shooting yeah. police officers. And and he felt like they wronged him, and they did. Mm-hmm. And and they failed him. Is that what we want out here, people? Is that what we want? That Listen, we're not advocating for it, obviously. Not, obviously not. And we're not even trying to predict it. But, like, it's it, the signs are there. Some shit is going to happen. Yeah. Listen. We listen. pray that this Derek Chauvin trial comes out with a guilty verdict for at least murder three. Man, listen. But like they said on SNL, it might mess around be, uh, you know, a slap on the wrist and, you know, probation or something like that. But the think about this brings this whole thing full circle. The brother who was a lieutenant in the military. Traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. He could be sitting in a chair rocking back and forth right now with a bottle of fifth of whiskey right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With all that military training that this great government, you know, gave him. And you never know, he might lose it. You know what I'm saying? You just never Wasn't know. Wasn't the D.C. sniper military too? Yes, indeedy. Well, how about the guy that um that stabbed this kid, um, stabbed a young man in New York right on 34th Street, broad daylight, and when he caught up to the military guy, ex-military, he was just like, the dude got my face, and he started cursing me out this damn third. This was an ex-military dude who saw, who saw battle, mm-hmm. and he stabbed the dude and walked clean off. PTSD is a real it's thing. super real. And for somebody that was at war or in a situation where they had their life on the line, and they have a weapon... Come on, man. They, they, they could become very dangerous people without even intending to because they could flash right back like it's war again. And if it, they intended to, they're, they're trained very well to do things that most regular people can't do. Yep. And, and they might not just be a harm to others but themselves as well. Absolutely. He might end up as one of those hundreds of thousands of homeless veterans that no one cares about. There you go. And it's and a shame, man. We, we say all that to say. Oh, sorry. I was doing my impression of a uh, conservative after something happened <laughs> to it. one of these people. But, but you know, speaking of a moment of silence, you know, rest in peace to Earl Simmons, aka uh, DMX, uh, and you who know. himself, you know, he was one of the realest MCs of all time. Not not from a lyrical perspective, but from a life oh, perspective. Yeah, hell yeah, for yo. sure. No matter what you say about him, you got to respect what he did for the game. You got to respect, you know. The, the legacy he left behind. Absolutely. And I just want to say one thing about that situation because the reason he ended up on drugs is like someone in, in his circle wasn't being honest with him about what he was doing and what he was smoking. And don't be that friend. I had a conversation with my brother about this shit. And he basically was just like, you know, it's a shame that all that happened, but like there's nothing you could really do like once you're at that point. And I said, bro. That's bullshit. I did so I, I called him on that. I said, "Bro, if I ever start smoking coke, I won't. But like, if I did, like, stop me, get me help. It, it, like, like, it's bullshit. Yeah. I kind of get the sentiment because listen, I I know some you know what I mean drug addicts. You get frustrated, you get tired, and it gets to a point where sometimes you feel like, yo, you got to get yourself together. It's hard. It but is they, it's they extremely need, they hard. Need that support, but they uh-huh. do need it Trust because it could be that one day they like they tired of it and they they actually listen. You know what I mean? It's real and 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 not just the drug situation, the mental health." DMX dealt with a lot of mental health issues. And if y'all know his story, you understand that, like, you know, he had a very rough, rough, rough childhood. And this is why I dug DMX a lot, because he has the Illuminati conspiracies, and he talked about some wild stuff, raping people, all kinds. He, he rapped about some real crazy stuff. Um, entertaining. I view a lot of hardcore hip-hop or rap as entertainment, like watching a violent movie or whatever case it is. Mm-hmm. But when you really get into his, like you said, his life, he, he was very conflicted, but he talked about as much positive stuff as he could. When he had the chance to, he became very religious. 
You know what I mean? But that also speaks to his circle of friends around him. Because he's about to drop, he finished the album recently, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And that's what makes it so sad. And He was um, just about to go on tour. He just got vaccinated, too, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And, 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 and with that said, I am I have been the conspiracy dude when the whole COVID thing started. I was very animate on, like, I'm not getting no vaccine. Then that's that that whole thing started to loosen up a little bit, and I'm planning on getting a vaccine because of one thing that was mentioned to me that makes so much sense in the world. One of my clients, and we have very objective, you know, we have very good debates. He was like, well, you know you're already vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been vaccinated before. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't have a choice. I was a child. He said, yeah, but the point is you have a vaccine, and nobody's going to have this disease or whatever. So I, I'm at the point now where I'm still kind of like I don't want to get the vaccine, um, but I'm going to get it. But my point in bringing that up is with DMX, Let's stop saying that he died from the vaccine, y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know let, if it's true or not. His, 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 he's not it here anymore. It confirmed no. that he had a heart attack. His, 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 his family put out the statement, like, we, we know what caused his death. Right. And let his family grieve. Yeah. But let, 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 the, let everybody that's, that's listened to his music over the course of their lives, let, let people grieve. Just let, let, it, let it be. Mm-hmm. We lost somebody. Let people process that, right? And let people move on. And, and I will say this too: uh, let people move on. Um, but we have to really look at our "quote unquote" culture. We jokingly said that, you know, and it's it's partially true. He's one of our most famous. He's one of our most famous crackheads, Whitney Houston, ODB, uh, uh, DMX. And I'm saying allegedly. We we all know the issues they had with drugs and stuff like that. But it got to a point where it's almost like accepted. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. I know a lot of functioning, you know, cocaine, crackers, heroin, acts, stuff like that. Until you're but 50 years old and your heart can't you handle go. it anymore. Exactly. So let's, let's, you know, every bad situation does have a silver lining. So let's look at the situation and realize, like, this is not a joke. Going back to what I said earlier about what our culture is, rap music. Like, we're talking about, I, just, I, I get the whole, you know, I hustle to go feed my daughter mindset. You dig what I'm saying? But this has to stop. It's, it's, it's bullshit. To to really think that you have to in this day and age when you can make money on your iPhone that all these cats have mm-hmm. stock market everybody is knowledgeable of a lot of ways to get money right now. There's no need to be out here enjoying the lifestyle of selling drugs. I know it's never going to stop. I know people going to need the drugs and shit. If I had if people was buying aspirins and look, I understand why people sell things. This is mm-hmm. America. I get it. So I'm not. I knock the drug trade. We know it's deeper than what it is, but on lower levels, y'all like. Especially y'all young people, if y'all listening, or even if you're not young, tell these young people, chill with that. The lifestyle is not cool. No. I mean, I, for the, all the, the people. End, the end result's not, having yeah. that record's not going to be, yeah. not being able to get work. Like, the system is designed for once you enter it, for you to never come out of it. Bro, a lot of people, I've never been to jail, but I am pretty sure, because I've heard a lot of people who've been in jail say it. I've heard it in rap records. I've heard it in movies. I've heard it in interviews. Something that you hear in those prisons and jail cells is a lot of fucking crying. Mm-hmm. People who wish they didn't do that silly one little mistake. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if you want this flashy lifestyle, this, that, and third, you hustling to do it, bro, just get off your ass and work hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then realize that the material shit is not even really worth it at the end of the day. Nobody over here is really that broke. I had a client who I was saying, like, nobody's broke. You got people in the world who have no shoes. He was like, yeah, that, that was me when I was a kid. He was an African. You know what I mean? He's like, that was me when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. he kind of like, from the outside looking in, look at us like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? But that's just what. That's just one little that's, small yeah. por- portion because. That just goes to show yeah. you that we've been ingrained to think the way that we do. There you go. Yeah. It, it's, it's been ingrained on us. Like we, we literally watch it 
everywhere on yeah. our phones, on our computers, on the TV, mm-hmm. on our video games. There's advertisements everywhere. everywhere There's things bro. telling us what to fucking like, what to dislike, what mm-hmm. to do, what to watch. Everything is so influenced by what we're we're told. We don't go out and learn stuff on our own. Right. And I think that the biggest thing is we need to be a little less impressionable to what the world wants us to do mm-hmm. and to start accessing this information on our own right. and to do the research and to find out about these things happening because at the end of the day, you can't make a change if you don't know what's going on that needs to be changed. Very true. It, my, my, one of my old bosses used to always say, don't come to me with a problem, come Unless to me with a solution. solution. Because even yep. if I'm coming to you with a problem, I shouldn't just be like, here's the problem, you solve it for me. Yeah, absolutely. We have to t- look at it objectively. We have to figure out what it is that needs to be done mm-hmm. and how it can be done. Yep. And if you're not thinking of that already before you approach like this is a problem, then guess what? You can't be part of the solution because mm-hmm. you have not thought about how you fix the problem. Right. And with that being said, this has been the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. Omar Salim. And Afro Dan. Peace, knitters. Rest in peace, DMX. Thanks. Yes, sir. Rest in peace.